0: I'm Kuru. I was. I'm kind of from Tennessee. I was born in Michigan, lived there for eleven years. Went to Tennessee, lived there for like twelve or thirteen years, and now I'm in Colorado. So I don't really know where to say <laughs> where I'm from, but um, I make hip hop music. I'm a. I'm a musician. That's my favorite. I could do a lot of different stuff, but that's like really where I like to resonate at. Um, and I've been putting out projects. Since like my senior year of high school between like EPs, albums, mixtapes, singles, just like dropping stuff here and there and making um, music videos and playing shows, trying to get my name out there. And, you know, the hustle's hard, but, you know, the harder you work, the the taller you climb, I guess. So, yeah, that's about it.
1: Awesome. So, um, how did you get into like hip hop? I know you said you started senior year. Um, How did you... I guess, how would you get into it?
0: I'd say my... I've always been into to, like, rhythm and stuff. So, like, whenever there'd be music on and stuff, I'm just listening and hanging out. I would always, like, air drum. Like, I was playing the drums instead of, like, air guitar or, like, sing along or whatever. It was always the drums. And, like, I always wanted to play drums and make beats and do stuff like that. And hip-hop is so beat-centric that I think... That's why I was attracted to it so much, um, and so like growing up, I I, w- I couldn't listen to a lot of hip hop because I was only allowed to listen to like Christian music. It had to come from the Christian bookstore to like for me to be able to listen to it. So I was listening to like Toby Mac and like Pod. They're kind of like they're kind of like rock rap, sort of like SoCal type stuff they're really cool they're like one of my early big early influences and then I was listening to like grits and stuff like that and then I remember I was um I was cutting eighth period with a friend before we were about to go to marching band and so we were driving around town and he played Eminem's The Real Slim Shady and that song was like it was like crack to me. I'd never heard anything before that was like that. And and so I just I just kind of went around my parents and I just went and I got a bunch of Eminem and I got a bunch of Jay-Z and like, I just like totally fell in love with the way that they use words to create these like scenarios and it's like hyper-realistic type of stuff. And that combined with like sampling and the way the beats were like, I just, it's like my favorite, it's like my favorite thing. So I just just fell in love with hip hop and then just kept expanding on, you know, new artists and different stuff. And um, not only that, but the church that I went to had a lot of, uh, like the, both the pastors moved to Nashville to try and make it as rappers. So like they were, they rapped and I was super influenced by them. I had a youth pastor that rapped. There was another guy in the church that rapped. We were bumping the youth, youth pastors tape all the time. He was the coolest guy ever so i guess i was kind of surrounded by it in a sense and um it just just that combined with the fact that it, like there was no music quite like that it nothing hit as hard nothing was like so epic like because hip-hop's epic you know what i mean so that those all combined together i started like trying to freestyle and get good at it and eventually like just used GarageBand and made my own beats and then by senior year I had my I had my first like album put together I actually put it put it on iTunes and everything and there were a few kids in in school and stuff that liked it and I even got a couple shows or whatever but um yeah I just never I just never gave it up I just love it so much I just keep even if I even if I never make it I still love it so I'll still do it like it's not it's not a question of whether or not like I'll make it is whether a question or not well I'll make it into the commercial scene.
1: hmm Okay, awesome. Um so as a hip hop artist, are there like I mean there's there's other like artists who are trying to make it as well and are you like is it more like a competition against them or do you like help each other out?
0: It's tough. Hip hop's unlike any other John That sense because um, a a lot of it comes down also to like battle rap. Battle rap was like huge, huge influence on hip hop, and that's literally like either with or without a beat. That's literally where you just have two people that just go at each other and try and insult and diss each other as much as they can with their rhymes. So it's like that's that part of the culture is super integrated as well. So it's like, and the other thing about it is it's very like machismo braggadocio like flaunting sort of like i'm the dude and you better like keep up with me because i'm i'm that guy and so like what that does for the scene i've noticed is that a lot of people are so caught up in their egos and all this other stuff that a lot of people don't want to help other people or you know it's all like their team or their crew or whatever um and so it, it's, it's a little tougher, whereas, like, rock bands would just be like, oh, we like your stuff, or even if they don't, like, yo, you want to play a show with us, we see you right here, or you could just ask, and then they'll be like, yeah, I don't care if you open for me. But, like, just the nature of hip-hop makes it a lot for people to, a lot of people don't help each other in hip-hop as much as they could. not saying it doesn't happen, but it is a lot harder. Because especially, too, nowadays, it's one of, if not the most popular genre right now so there's Mm -hmm. a lot of people that are trying to trying to do it so that that saturates them on top of the fact that a lot of people don't really want to help each other
1: yeah okay um so i guess as far as shows go um how often do you perform a show
0: um honestly as much as as often as people ask me because um Whenever I've tried to go out, whenever I try and go out and I try and get shows, i try and book a show, and then I tell people about it. Um, it's the way it works is tough because, again, with hip hop, whereas like like a rock band or a folk band or something, that that can be the focus of attention, but it can also be make pretty good background music, but with hip-hop it's all about kind of being the center of attention Mm -hmm. it's a lot harder to not have to like be in a venue and just be playing stuff and have nobody pay attention to you that's like either it's like a rager or they're paying attention to you and your art and that's about it it's hard to make it as a background music thing and i've just noticed when i try and play songs like and and this is a general thing with a lot of artists too is your friends and your family love you, but they're not really your best fans all the time. It's better to go outside your circle and to go outside and build a following and, and get get a lot of attention first and then say, hey, I'm booking this show. And then all your fans are like, cool, I'm going to that show. So it's, I, at this point, I pretty much, I'm focusing more on trying to play social media up and have more of a presence i've got a lot of stuff in the works that i'm trying to do but um yeah pretty much as often as people ask me is what it goes at this point
1: okay um and i was gonna go to social media but i I think i'm I'm gonna go to that uh, in a few minutes um i guess i'll stick on the um the shows um what's like what's your favorite show you've performed is there a favorite (laughs) I'd say
0: there was, there was I think it was the second levitation event. They were doing these events called Levitation and Nat. I don't know if they still are, but um, after the first one, I was like, I got to get in on this. I was talking to my buddies. And we were like, we got to get in on this. So then they did the second one at Food Bar and um, I felt like that show, the sound was really good, and I felt like there were a lot of people who were – who were there and interested in the music. And I felt like I was connecting with a lot of people and I had a lot of fun. And that was one of the shows too, where my friend, uh, Dante was doing, I had my DJ, I was performing and then my friend Dante was, um, painting live throughout the whole set and then finished up with a piece of art at the end. And the vibes were just really high the whole time. And I had a lot of fun. So I think that'd probably be my favorite show so far.
1: All right, cool what uh what made you leave nashville and go out to colorado
0: it just felt it felt right i was um i you know i'd been in nashville for years and i felt like i would i kept trying to work with people i kept trying to talk to people i kept trying to get shows and you know you got to stick with the hustle but the vibes i was getting just felt like it just felt like I wasn't where I was supposed to be. It felt like I was a different type of type of breed. It felt like I was a different type of person. I just didn't, I just felt like I would try, I would find these pockets of people doing stuff, but I never really fit in anywhere where I try to fit in. And, um, you know, some stuff in my life just kind of fell apart. And I really, I, I was trying to, I was, I figured, um, you know, Let's just let's just make it happen. I'm just gonna go to LA and I'm gonna make it happen. Which at first kind of sounds counterintuitive because you're like Nashville's music city. Why why would you go to LA if you're already yeah. in Nashville? <laughs> but as far as like hip hop goes, Nashville everybody knows Nashville has hip hop, but it's really not the place for hip hop. And um, even at that too, it feels pretty saturated with a lot of other people trying to make it too. I guess LA is too from my perspective, it just felt like I was trying all this stuff and nothing was working. So I'm going to, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go and I'm just going to try and sometimes if you change your surroundings, look at stuff a different way and things will start clicking. But, um, that was the plan originally. And then my brother actually grew up out here in Colorado. So I was going to stay here in Colorado for like, you know, at first it was like a week maybe, or then it was kind of like a month. And when I got here, um, You know, I was like, well, I want to spend more time with my brother and my nieces. And also I fell in love with Colorado and I had a good thing going. So I figured I would just stick it out here. And the other thing too, I realized is that nowadays it's, it's way harder to build up a following locally than it is online. So why waste your time trying to get somewhere that you might not even make it if you can just put in all the work online. And then people actually start paying attention, and so that's why I stayed out here.
1: All right. Um, so when it comes to online, um, I know you have a you have an Instagram. Uh, I think you have Twitter, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, any other like platforms?
0: Yeah, I do. I pretty much have like one of everything, like. I have a Facebook page. I have Twitter. I have Instagram, like you said. I have a Snapchat, which is like, at this point, it's like quasi personal, quasi, you know, co Um Of course, I've got a SoundCloud and a YouTube. Um, it's, it's one of those things though where I've, I've, I've never liked being the center of attention. I just like chilling out, and making my music, and it's like I've wanted to. I've always wanted. I'd rather be my job than pretty much anything else right but then in order to do that you have to start like flexing on social media and stuff and really putting yourself out there so I've just had to try and work at getting more comfortable with that which mm-hmm. I'm coming around to now but yeah as far as social media I'm not very I'll just be honest I'm not very consistent because it's I kind of hate it just seems vapid and shallow to me but it's just part of the world we live in now so you know you can't escape it
1: mm-hmm yeah um so i uh i'm gonna put your uh your like instagram twitter and soundcloud all in the in the like uh description and everything so people can go straight to that if they listen to this um hopefully you know he'll get some new fans which would be awesome Mm -hmm. (laughs) um one other thing um so this is kind of funny um I've had a couple of people tell me, uh, you might laugh at this, tell me that you look kind of like Post Malone. What do you think about that?
0: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I get it a lot, actually. Do um, you? Yeah, uh, it's, I, you know, I can't blame people because I mean, we do kind of look like, especially when I got my braids in, that's like a no-brainer is like, I, I actually have my braids in now, but you know, it's, like if i have my braids in and i make hip-hop and like you know it's it's funny to me uh it used to bother me a lot because it's like i'm not that guy and i'm like i'm way more like like you know i look like him but you know my music's not quite like his at yeah. all so like that's that's the part that cracks me up and the other part that cracks me up is like you know I look just like this guy but he's out here doing it and i'm still not where i want to be yet mm-hmm. so it's kind of like people are like you look like post malone and i'm like shut up
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> kind of a salty subject you know but it was actually funny because um you know it's 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 hard being an artist you know we're naturally sort of like emotional mm-hmm. and um you know and that's cool because that into the music and start making really great music but there have been multiple times where i'm like you know i love hip-hop i make hip-hop because because i love it and that's the the bottom line always but i've i've quit a couple times just because you know it gets tough and you're like does anybody care is anybody listening what am i doing this for like you know but obviously i can't quit forever because i love it so much and it's just funny though because the last time i quit somebody came into the shop where i was working and she looks at me and she's like you look like Post Malone. She's like, I love Post Malone. And I was like, oh yeah, I get that a lot. And I was like, I'm actually like, I actually kind of make hip hop music too. And like all this stuff. She's like, no way. She was like, don't give up. Whatever you do, don't give up. And I was like, all right. But it was funny. She actually, she loved Post Malone so much and she thought I looked like him so much. She actually went all the way back out to her car and came in to come take a picture with me and tell everybody she met Post Malone.
1: That's awesome. <laughs>
0: So yeah, <laughs> I
1: get it a lot. Um I guess following that, like do you when you when you make music, is there like any like artists that you kind of like try to like have a similar style with or is it like kind of just your own thing? Yeah,
0: that's a good question. Um if I'm making a week I definitely try and channel Wiz Khalifa. I mean you can't not make a weed song and pay homage to like the god of weed songs. That's mm-hmm. just that's just the bottom line. Like <laughs> so in that sense, yeah. Um sometimes I try and like sometimes I'll try and channel people in the sense of like having that sense of confidence and in myself and my abilities. Um but in general I'd say I actually put conscious effort into trying to not sound like people um, because I don't want to be a copycat or like a culture vulture or like any of those other random words like I just want to be my own person and make my own music You, know what I mean so I sometimes I'll actually try and go out of my way to make sure I don't like copy somebody or I'll do this or do that so
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I have like I said I have a lot of influences but as far as like trying to sound like someone I intentionally usually steer away from that.
1: Okay, yeah. Um, this is, like, for me, kind of, like, a personal question. Um, when, like, when you first started, like, I guess, like, I don't know, I've tried to, like, make some stuff, and, like, I just don't like the way my voice sounds on it. Like, how do you get comfortable with that?
0: Just have to do it, um... There, my brother always tells me, um, it's he because he likes Mozart a lot. And um, one thing that he feels like he's figured out is that it all comes down to time spent. So um, the longer you do it, the more you do it. You're you could you could do anything every day for ten years, and you're going to be amazing at it. It doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. So. The, that's the first thing, is just not worrying about it and just doing it. And the second thing um, I'd say, honestly, is just having confidence in yourself. Because that's the thing about vocals, is that you literally, it's it's literally 100% vibes. They can't see you when you're listening to a song. All they can do is hear what you're saying. Whether consciously or subconsciously, People people are going to pick up on the vibes that you have in your voice. Even if you have a funny voice, if you're like in that confident vibe for that like crazy song or you're in that lovey vibe for that like super soft song, whatever it is, people can tell. And it's just important to just stay true to who you are and to, um, you know, the vibe you're going for on that song and always bring the confidence and then everything else will kind of follow. Um, The other thing too is like, you know, it's like a proven fact that whenever you look at a picture, (laughs) the first person you look at in the picture is yourself and then the second thing you do after that is say, Oh God, I'm so ugly. Like, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. and, yeah,
0: you know, everybody thinks that they are, they're most critical of themselves in any scenario. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to just accept what you sound
1: like and just, just keep moving. Don't worry about it. You know? Yeah. All right. Awesome. <clears throat> um, well, um, I think I'm going to try to wrap up here. Um, So, uh, just one more time, your name.
0: I'm Koru. K-O-R-U.
1: All right. And then, um, I guess just, uh, thank you for letting me call you and, uh, like, thank you for taking the time to talk to me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I mean, I really appreciate it. You know, that means somebody's out here and, you know, seeing what I'm doing. So it's a win-win I think
1: Mm mm-hmm yeah awesome man well um, I guess I'll, uh, I'll talk to you later then
0: sweet sounds good thanks again man